welcome to the Pro Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome to the debut episode of the Pro Sports Talk Podcast, where you can find me, your host, Eitan Ohana, talking about all things sports. Um, That ranges from the NFL, NBA, uh, NCAA, football, basketball, all of that. And so today's debut episode, I'm going to discuss the top five hardest and uh, easiest schedules for the 2020 NFL regular season and my predictions for those teams in the regular season. So let's get started. Um, Starting off with the five hardest, the hardest schedule in the 2020 uh, 20 NFL season is going to be the New England Patriots, who last year went 12-4. and four. Um, but They lost Tom Brady. They lost Kyle Vannoy. They a lot of key losses to that team. So it's going to be hard. They have a lot of tough games, obviously, to make some of the hardest schedule. Um, right off the bat, they play the Dolphins. They played them at home. Um, the Dolphins are much improved, but uh, they're still young and only one player over 30, I believe. And with the shortened offseason or the changed offseason, they won't really have time to get used to each other, so it'll be different. Um, so they're going to win that game. And then after that, at that point, they're going to go from week two up until the bye. They're going to go three and one. They have a week six bye. Um, the one win is going to be against the Raiders, who I like, but again are young. And they're going to lose to the Seahawks, the Chiefs, the Broncos. The Broncos, I think, are going to be a very good team this year. And then after that, they just play a lot of really good teams. The Niners, the Bills, um, the Ravens. I think the Cardinals are also going to be a, a really good team this year. Very much improved. The Chargers as well. Um, and then I have them losing three of their last three games. Dolphins, uh, Bills, Jets. Three AFC East rivals. But I think they're going to lose all three games at that point. Late, late in the season, those teams are going to be used to each other they're going to be comfortable with each other put it like that and so i think their final record actually is going to be five and eleven and they're going to have a high draft pick and a good chance at a top quarterback so that's that's what i think is going to happen with the patriots um now during their bye week week six that could be beneficial especially if they start start off the season with brian hoyer which i don't believe they will but um if they do and they're underperforming for their standards, then they could insert Jared Stidham at that point and see what he has. And that's the Patriots. That's what I believe is going to happen with the Patriots this year. And so moving on to the second team, that's the New York Jets. Last year, 7-9, and nine, they finished the season very strong. A lot of improvements in the offseason and the draft. Mackay Becton, um, pick 11. They got Denzel Mims. Joe Douglas did a really good job in the draft. But... um obviously again very hard schedule so they start off against three very good defenses in the bills the uh the niners and the colts that'll be tough uh it's still a rebuilding offensive line um so those d lines will give them problems probably so i have them losing those three games but then i have them winning the next three games they go three and three including a prime time game against the broncos and after that um, they're gonna they're gonna lose four straight games. Uh, Bills, Chiefs, Patriots, Dolphins, and then they'll have the bye. Um, and then after that, they they win. They go four and two to finish the season seven and nine again. 
but I do think they're probably going to sneak in a few more wins than that. Um, that's just what it is right now, but I think there's going to be injuries and stuff that it's going to help them go 8-8, eight 9-7, and, eight, nine and seven. so that's Jets. Um, third is the Dolphins in the hardest schedule. So three straight AFC East teams. All the AFC East teams made the hardest schedule because they, the, um, they played the AFC West this year, I believe. Um, and so that'll be difficult for them. They also played the they played the NFC West as well. So that'll be rough. So that's why the AFC East teams are all there. But yeah, so they start off the season. Obviously, like I mentioned with the Patriots, they're going to lose that game because they're new. But then they're actually going to surprise the Bills and upset them. They're going to win. Then they're going to beat the, the Jaguars in prime time. Um, with their only prime time game of the season. Now, I do want to say this. I think the Dolphins are the most improved team um, this offseason. And of course, that doesn't mean much, but you have to start somewhere. So getting Tua, um, that helps a lot. And now I'm assuming that Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to play this whole season. That's what this is based off of. If Tua is starting, that's different. Um, it would change. So if Tua does end up starting, I would revisit this to see, to see where I would make some changes. So yeah, but anyways... Um, they play week five through seven. They play the Niners, Broncos, and the Chargers, which all have good to great pass rushes. So that'll be difficult for another rebuilding offensive line. Um, but yeah, it'll be rough. They'll, I have them winning against the Broncos out of those three. But then I have them going on a three-game winning streak uh, to enter the bye, which is week 11. They're going to beat the Rams, Cardinals, and Jets. Um, I'm low on the Rams this year. I don't think they're very good, but yeah, I have a lot of teams beating them. Um, the week 11 bye, that could be a good spot to insert Tua if they think, if they see him improving. And so that's where I think week 11 bye, they can reevaluate. Then they go week 12 to week 17. They're going to go, I think they're going to go two and four. Um, they're going to, week 17, the Bills are going to get revenge for that week two game. Uh, and they're going to be fighting for playoff positioning. Buffalo was, so that's going to be important for an important game for them. Uh, they're going to lose that game to Bengals and Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is really good, and he's going to have probably. I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year, but it's a topic for a different time. And yeah, so I have the Dolphins going eight and eight to finish off the season, and that's where they're they're going to be. And then at four uh, are the Niners coming up that Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs, blowing that 10-point lead. But um, I don't think the Niners are going to suffer that much after the Super Bowl and from this hard schedule. They were 13-3 and last year. But I think this next year, I guess, they're going to be 12-4 and is my prediction. They're going to start off really strong against three teams that are young, rebuilding the Cardinals, Jets, and Giants. That's three straight wins to start it off right off the bat. So that's good for them. Um, so they got a nice little break there. But then they have a primetime game against uh, the Eagles week four. That's going to be an L. Then they went three straight Dolphins, Rams, Patriots. Um, then they go to Seattle and lose. And then they beat the Packers in primetime and lose to the Saints in New Orleans. Um, that's leading up to the bye week. 
uh, addressing the Eagles loss, I think the Eagles got better in terms of the receiving core. They added speed in Jalen Ragor, which is important. Uh, last year, the week one, the only week Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Jackson was fully healthy. There, they had they averaged I think six point one yards per play, which was really high, and that speed factor is very helpful for Carson Wentz. Um, and then the Saints, I think they're gonna try to they're gonna come out angry over that loss last year to the Niners. Of course, a great game uh, with George Kittle setting up the game-winning score. So yeah, and that's leading up to the bye week. And then coming out of the bye week, I think they're gonna go five and one with their only loss at Arizona and that's going to finish them off with 12 and 4 and then at 5 it's a three-way tie with the Bills, Falcons and Lions so starting off with the Bills I'm going to try to get through these three quickly so I can get to the five easiest um, Buffalo last year was 10 and 6 and I think this year they're actually going to be really good they're going to win the division in my opinion but I think the record's going to stay the same. Uh, and that doesn't mean they didn't get better. It's just that their schedule, that's what happened. But they'll still win the division. Um, I think leading up to their their bye, week 11, that's the AFC East bye, I guess. Um, they're going to they're gonna do pretty well leading up to the bye. They're only going to lose four games through 10 weeks, so they're going to go 6-4. and four. Um, They're going to start off 3-2 uh, and two the first five weeks with the losses to the Dolphins in Week 2, as I mentioned earlier, and to the Titans, who are coming off the AFC Championship uh, berth, lost to the Chiefs. So that's what's going to happen the first five weeks. Then Week 6, the Chiefs are just better. Uh, they improved Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, another Rookie of the Year candidate, who's very good. Um, and then after that, leading up to the bye, they're going to go 4-1, and one, losing to Seattle um, at home, actually, and Buffalo. So... That's leading up to the bye. Then coming out of the bye, they have the Chargers, Niners, Steelers, uh, Broncos, and Patriots. Um, and they're going to lose to the Niners and Steelers. Um, but they're going to win the rest of their games at that point. And after that, we have the uh, Falcons, of course, who went 7-9 and nine last year. Um... This year they're gonna go six and six and ten, I think. Dan Quinn is going to be fired. Um, it just they're just I just don't think they're very good. So it's unfortunate for them. They're in a very difficult division. Uh, obviously, Brady moves to Tampa Bay, entering that division. The Saints are still there. Um, and so yeah, that's gonna be a it's gonna be rough for them. The Panthers, I don't think they're tanking actually. I think Teddy Bridgewater, they had a very good draft. I think they'll be better. So that's why I'm with the Falcons. I think they're going to, it's just going to be a mix of wins and losses, but mostly losses. So that's going to be uh, their season. And then the Lions went 3-12-1 last year. And this year, Matt Stafford is back, but um, I think their schedule isn't set up very well for them to succeed. I think they beat the Bears week one. But after that, I see them losing a lot of games um, up until the bye, I see them losing all three games up until the week five bye. Then um, they have the Jaguars. They win. They're gonna beat the Redskins week ten, and uh, they're gonna beat the Texans I think in Thanksgiving Day game. 
uh, they performed well last year against the Cowboys in Thanksgiving, so maybe they'll do that again against the Texans team without DeAndre Hopkins. And then they're going to beat the Bears again. I don't think the Bears are going to be very good. But other than that, all losses. So the Lions will go 5-11. and 11, And that, those are the five hardest schedules. Now, moving on to the five easiest schedules. Um, number one, the Ravens, the NFL's best record last year. Number one seed in the AFC. They get the easiest schedule, um, which is good for them. I think, I think they're going to go 13-3 and three this year. Um, just one lo- one less uh, win because of scheduling, I guess. I think the Browns are going to be better. Uh, so I see them losing to the Browns and the Steelers, if Be- Big Ben is what he was when we last saw him, well, when we last saw him healthy, then yeah, I think they're going to lose that game and then to the Chiefs. And so, other than that, all wins. Lamar's going to have a great season. They added J.K. Dobbins, so I think they're going to be a very good team. Um, then Pittsburgh, they were 8-8 eight and eight last year, but that was without a quarterback. So now Big Ben comes back, and I'm assuming he's going to be um, how we saw him the last time he was healthy. Very, still a very good quarterback who can play at a high level. Um, and so I think they're going to end up going uh, this year 10-6, and six, possibly, probably sneaking into the playoffs in 5th, 6th, 7th seed, uh, somewhere there. Because I do believe the Ravens are going to win the division again, but we'll see how it goes for them. Um, so yeah, and I think they're going to actually their losses are going to come against the Browns, who again I think have improved a lot. I think Kevin Stefanski is much better than Freddie Kitchens. Uh, they're going to lose to the Ravens, I think week seven, right before the bye, and then out of the bye they're going to lose to the Cowboys, um, and they're going to lose week two to the Broncos. But other than that, it's all wins except for um, the Colts game week sixteen and the week fifteen Bengals game. Again, really like Joe Burrow. So I think he's going to sneak a win in prime time against the Steelers. They're going to split the series uh, next year between them. So 10-6 and six for the Steelers. The Cowboys, last year 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, This year 10-6, and six, I think. I think CeeDee Lamb is, is great, and he's going to help them a lot. Um, they lost Byron Jones, which which isn't great, but I think they can replace him with with a committee hopefully for them um it'll be hard their defense Lane Vendera should come back healthy and that'll help them a lot but their offense got better assuming that Prescott does resign which he probably will um and so I see them going 10 and 6 losing to the Seahawks the Browns the Cardinals the Eagles uh the Ravens and the Niners which are all going to be I think going to be very good teams but they're going to beat teams uh, such as uh, the the Steelers. They're going to beat them. Um, did I say they were going to lose to the Steelers? I don't know. But they're going to beat the Steelers, I think. They're going to beat the Vikings, teams, the Bengals, the Eagles, the Giants. They're going to split the series with the Eagles, one, one-to-one. They're going to get them. Each team is going to win at home. So that's what's going to happen. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's what I think. I think, again, the... Um, the reason, the reason I have them losing to the Browns and Cardinals, two very improved teams. And then speaking of the Browns, they're fourth on the easiest schedules. And so last year, 
they went six and ten. Um, this year, I actually think they're going to go ten and six. Kevin Stefanski, I think Jedrick Wills was the best lineman in that class, and they got him at ten. Uh, the second lineman taken off the board. Uh, they got Grant Delpit in the second round, another LSU defensive back to add to that secondary alongside Greedy Williams, and so that'll help them a lot. I think they're going to start off with two straight L's, uh, Ravens-Bengals, Joe Burrow, but then they're going to they're gonna get um, five straight wins in a row from week three up to week seven. Then week eight, they're going to lose to the Raiders right before the bye, but then coming out of the bye, and all the way to the end, they're only going to lose three more games. To put them at 10-6, and six, uh, those three games will be to the Eagles, uh, Titans, and the Steelers. So that's the Browns. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen with the Browns. Um, uh, a mixed finish, but I think Baker Mayfield's going to improve a lot and be able to pull it off and maybe even get them into a playoff spot. So the AFC North should be very good. Um, and then fifth the Redskins like the Lions well not I guess unlike the Lions I think they'll be good in ways I don't think they're going to replace Dwayne Haskins I think he's going to have a good year he's going to improve a lot I just don't think they're better than a lot of the teams that they're going to be playing um, obviously the odds are based off of or the schedule difficulty is based off of last year but I think a lot of these teams have improved a lot that they play, so it won't be as easy. Um, I see them losing the first four games, Eagles, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, but then I think they're going to beat the Rams and the Giants. Um, they're going to beat the Giants twice, but they're going to lose to the Cowboys before the bye. They're going to lose to the Cowboys Thanksgiving. They're going to lose to the Lions, I think, to the Bengals, the Steelers, the Niners, the Seahawks, but then they're going to end off the season with two straight wins. Chase Young's going to make a really great impact, and they're, they're going to have something to build off of, sort of sort of like the Dolphins last year, except I think they're already going to have their franchise quarterback uh, so they can go into the draft and address a different position of need depending on what happens during the season, free agency, whatever they'll need in the draft, they can address. Um, and, of course, a big reason for the, uh, why I think they're going to have a difficult season is because it's a new coaching staff, and so that'll be difficult for them to adjust and to, on the fly, I guess, and to bring all the young guys up to speed. And so that's pretty much uh, the five hardest and five easiest schedule record predictions. That's what I think is going to happen uh, this year. Um, and that was episode one. Next, uh, next episode, I'm going to discuss... Um, um, I'm going to discuss the Vegas over-under win totals, and also I'm going to start diving into the 2020 college football uh, season and the draft, the 2021 draft, um, and some top pro prospects for next year. And so that's it. That's That's all I have, and thank you for listening, and I hope you join. Me next time on the Pro Sports Talk Podcast.